Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm empowerment coach Jess Frost, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive humans who are looking to step into their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. In a mixture of solo and guest episodes, we get to reflect, be curious, and share our empowering paths with one another. Should we get stuck in? Welcome, sensitive soul, to episode 87 of the Empowering Path podcast. Oh, so good to have you back. Thank you for joining me for this solo episode. And in this episode, we are going to be reflecting on FOMO and comparison. And I think this is something that comes up for so many people all year round, but I think for many, summer can be really activating. And as always, I like to share things on the podcast that I'm navigating myself, but from kind of a post (laughs) situation reflection. Um, But I've been there, right? I've been there fucking deep in the comparison hole, deep in the comparison trap, feeling huge FOMO and massively marinating in my own victimhood. (laughs) And I can feel my laughing part coming up now, giggling away. He's probably a bit scared about the vulnerability of this episode, but it's really important for me that I share this. Really important. Because I think these things can lead us to feel so powerless and in, in so much lack And I want to share some of the tools that really support me to navigate these situations, okay? So for me personally, I'm comfortable to share that I've had some physical setbacks. So for the last few months, been undergoing some hormonal issues, some menstrual issues, a lot of pain, um, undergoing a lot of tests, I'm waiting on results, um... In the last week, had a really bad IBS flare-up, which I'm convinced is just down to stress. Um, Really passionate about the whole mind-body connection. Um, So I'm just kind of being kind to myself or trying to and just try to calm my nervous system down, try and calm my mind down, try and calm my anxiety. Um, Because, yeah, I think that stress over recent months is flaring that up. Uh, as a small business owner, for us, summer can be really challenging. You know, we are still in the process of scaling our business and in the current climate, we're both self-employed. It's not an impossible really to go on holiday right now. And we have to be incredibly careful about spending, um, all that stuff, you know, which isn't easy to share, but it's been really challenging. We've had a few setbacks in business and and stuff in the last year that has meant we've had to dig deep. We didn't have the luxury of surrendering and relaxing. You know, neither of us have a partner that's working full time so we can do this as a side hustle. You know, we made the commitment to do it full time. So, um, 
yeah, it's been like, right, we need to dig really deep. We need to go harder, harder than I would have wanted. Which again, I'm now reflecting on probably the repercussions that I'm now feeling in my <laughs> my body. Um, but yeah, it's meant that we've had to put a lot of things on the back burner. But with that comes FOMO, comes comparison. And when I'm in kind of hyper arousal state of threat, which I tend to fall into, which is more like frantic energy, where I feel like I have to hustle, but but I also feel like intense emotional reactions, anger, bitterness, resentment. I'm scanning things for evidence. I am making things mean things about myself. I am just, yeah, go, go, go. And it's meant that that's a lot of scrolling, a lot of social media scrolling. So I'll have like the TV on, for example, and I catch myself just frantically scrolling through social media, just absorbing so much information. And I know for a fact that my brain is scanning for evidence that I'm not good enough and that I'm missing out and that I'm not worthy. Like, I know that's what my brain's doing. But in the moment, I just get so caught up in this loop of thoughts, emotions, chemicals, stress, like, and it's exhausting. And I've had to really have a word with myself this weekend because there's been a lot of things happening this weekend, which is bringing up a lot of stuff for me. So a lot of things happening that remind me of my past. Um, It's Woe Manifest Festival, which I was supposed to be speaking at, but for a number of reasons I had to pull out. So I've had to mute a lot of people that are there because I know what's going to happen if I see the the pictures and the videos. Uh, So I've had to really protect myself in that respect because it was my first speaking festival. And one of my biggest activators for me is not being seen and heard. So if something stops me from speaking and being seen and heard, that's really, really, really painful for me while I work through that healing. So yeah, I've had to really protect myself in that sense. But I'm still, I'll still go online. I'll still find the evidence if I want to in that moment. Yeah, so I wanted to share that um, because I think many will resonate with that feeling. And you might be listening to this as a fellow business owner feeling this. You might be listening to this as a single person who gets activated by people in relationships online or friends that you meet up with or people you see. You may be wanting to get pregnant. You know, it may be that you are on your sobriety journey and you're being met with lots of pictures of beer gardens and holidays and alcohol. So many different things that we're all navigating No one is exempt from this, by the way. We'll all have periods where we can really fall into this FOMO and comparison. But I want to share with you now just some like journaling prompts. So you might want to grab a journal, pen and paper. But these are just some of the things that can help me come home to myself in these moments where I just lose myself to other people's reality. And I, I think actually we do fall into black and white thinking sometimes in these moments where there's no, there's no compassion. There's no gray area. It's like they have everything and I have nothing, you know, that kind of thing. 
I definitely feel that sometimes. But these are just some of the questions that I've been reflecting on just to help me come home to myself. So first of all, what is it that's activating in me? What is it that's activating me online or in person? What is that trigger? Really getting clear on what it is that's activating you right now. And then where do you feel that in your body? For me, even as I'm talking about this now, my stomach is flaring up and absolutely... It's going to be IBS and hormone related as well, but it really is the area where I store a lot of my trauma, a lot of the energy, and it's the area that gets really activated. But for you, it might be your neck goes stiff or your shoulders are tight or your heart feels heavy. It might be in your hips. Like, where is it for you? And when we think about shadow work, which is the unconscious part of ourselves, One of the most empowering questions I ask myself is what part of me that's maybe locked away is craving this? Really getting honest with yourself about what is it you're craving. And it's okay to be envious. It's okay if there's a part of you that's jealous. But what part of you is really craving that? And even saying that, I put a hand on my heart and I just gently massage my heart space and just go it's okay I see you I see that that's really activating for you and I and I hear that you really want that so what part of you is really craving it and that might bring up emotion it might bring up different emotions to before before you might have been feeling really bitter and jealous and angry and resentful and actually when we put a hand on our heart and we check in with the part of us that really wants this it might bring up tears of sadness. It might bring up grief. So what part of you craves this? And then a biggie and a big part of the work I do is what might I be making this mean about myself? When you see someone or see a picture online or a video or you bump into someone, whatever it is, what are you making their situation mean about you? Is it that maybe you feel not good enough or not worthy? Is it that I told you so? You're a failure. You're a fuck up. What is that narrative that you're clinging on to about yourself? For me, back in kind of 2017, 2016, like when I was about to break down, I was so caught up in my own narrative you know, the beliefs about myself being not good enough, not worthy, a failure, a fuck up. That was literally my core beliefs about myself, which led to heavy drinking, um, drug abuse, just behaviour that I regret, um, hurtful behaviour. But I can I can see now the link between my subconscious and my external behaviour. You know, because it really does control so much of our behaviours in life, what we really believe about ourselves. But the great news is we get to challenge it. A lot of these beliefs and, and 
and loops and narratives that we have going on in our subconscious mind, it's all regurgitated bullshit. You know, 80, 90% of it is going to be completely like rehearsed bullshit. And we, with whether it's self-healing or whether it's working with professionals, can help release a lot of that stuff, okay? And really start to rewire our mind and body. So we're not caught in this negative cycle of thoughts, stress hormones, physiological responses, behaviours, all of it. You know, we get to stop that cycle. But maybe you're stuck in a bit of a loop right now because of the beliefs that you have about yourself. And how might you challenge them today and how might you soothe yourself through that? And then how might you surrender to the situation? How can you surrender to this situation? One of the things that really has supported me is my kind of ever developing spirituality where I can lean into the universe. And in these moments where I feel powerless or lack, I can say to myself, you know, I'm right where I need to be. The universe has my back. The things that I dream of will land in divine timing. And I surrender to my path that the universe is creating. You know, all these wonderful things that sometimes I write down, have on post-its, that can really help me navigate challenging times where I do easily fall into lack. But one of the most powerful things as well that we can do is when we... when we get activated and we see something, hear something that activates something in us, that we crave ourselves, what is it that that thing will give you? Whether it's holidays, traveling, a baby, a partner, a house, like money, what will that give you, right? Often that comes up in a word, a feeling. And for me, when I think about, you know, when I look online and I see pictures of people that are traveling, that's a big one for me right now. Because I just, yeah, part of me just needs a break. I just want to, I just want, yeah, a break. So I think about what activates me when I look at pictures and videos of people away. And it's like, I just want a bit of freedom. I think that's what it would give me. It just give me a bit of freedom and a bit of space. So work out what that is for you, okay? What is that feeling, that thing is going to give you? That situation, that experience, what is that going to give you? And then how are you going to find pockets of that right now? Because, you know, for me, I was just sat in bed for days, just marinating, drowning in my own victimhood. When the thing I wanted was freedom, So how could I have given myself freedom? How could I give myself a bit of freedom today? Okay, well, I'm going to go to that park for a walk. I'm going to get in nature. I'm going to sit by that lake or that river or the sea. Because that makes me feel free, that that allows me to have space. So how can I allow myself pockets of that right now? And, you know, you'll hear people talk about this with manifestation, that it's about living with that feeling right now, even when you haven't got it. But when we can do that in everyday life, it can really support our mental and emotional health. It can help 
to calm our nervous system down. And I'm going to go through some other ways that are going to help us get into more of that calm in a second. But I want to, I want to mention the fact that, again, coming back to that black and white thinking and everyone has it all and I have nothing. Let's not forget yet that so many people are running from themselves. And we hear about real negative, dangerous ways of numbing ourselves, whether that's drugs, whether that's alcohol. But most of us, I want to say most of us, are addicted in some way, shape or form, right? Running from their emotional experience, running from their past, whatever that is. A lot of the people that we may see that are travelling all the time, they could probably be numbing out by that, right? They could be addicted to running away from themselves. The people that are out all the time, socialising all the time, that could also be running away from their shit. So many of us are struggling behind the scenes, right? Especially in the world that is today. Let's not be fooled by what we're seeing online, which is a snapshot of that person's reality. We don't see the meltdowns, we don't see the conflict, we don't see the struggle, We see the perfect Instagram snapshot. And so many people are numbing by spending money, by eating, by scrolling. We're all addicted. So let's not forget that as well. It's really important. But if you, like me, get into that hyper arousal state where it's that frantic energy, do, 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 must do more. I should be doing this. I should be more. I'm going to now overwork. I'm not going to rest. And you're having emotional flooding, right? Strip things back. Basic needs. Am I drinking enough water? What is my diet like? Am I eating nourishing foods that are going to help me? And if you're a woman listening to this, am I looking after myself, my hormonal needs as well? It's really important. Where am I in my cyclical living? And are you prioritising rest? What is your sleep hygiene like? You know, if you are manically scrolling like I've been doing, like how can we put that phone down? How can we take away the apps? How can we mute certain people? How can we turn off our devices at a certain time and read a book, for example? What's the environment like for you to sleep in? What's the lighting like? Is there any candles or incense? You know, what what are, what are your senses needing to feel relaxed, to rest? Are you getting out in nature? All of these basic needs. Let's come back to this. The foundation of our holistic health. Strip things back. Because actually when we're in this state, the last thing we need to be doing is busying ourselves anyway. Actually what we need to be doing is stripping back and really filling our cup. So how can you do that? And then often when we feel FOMO and we get this comparison, often it's because we're lacking connection, okay? And that's not just connection with others. Maybe we're feeling lonely, but that's connection with ourselves. So many of us are disconnected from our core authentic self. Someone like Gabor Mate talks so succinctly about this, but 
when we are disconnected from a very early age and we build lots of protective masks and armour, that's when it does lead to addiction in all all types of addiction, right? So the the path to connection, self-connection, is a long one for many of us. But there are ways that we can, on a daily basis, connect with ourselves again and get into our bodies because when we're in FOMO in comparison, we're completely up in our heads. And there is nothing we can do when we're just in that cycle. (laughs) Our inner critic critic can't get us out of that state, all right? So how can we get into our bodies? One of the quickest ways with the breath. So we want to be getting into that parasympathetic, rest and digest, calming nervous system. You can find so many meditations, breath works on things like insight timer. But how can you just do some meditating, some breathing, maybe some yoga, some Pilates movement to get you into your body? Because that is going to be a damn sight nicer than up in your head. And you might start to feel that self-energy, that self that's calm, that's compassionate, that's connected, that's confident. That's what we're looking for. But then maybe you're missing that connection with others. So is there a friend where you feel really safe and really seen and heard? Can you drop them a line? Can you meet up with them? Maybe there's online connections you've made. I've definitely made so many more friends that I feel like genuine friends since lockdown online. Meeting people that have similar lived experience to me, meeting people who are highly sensitive, who get that depth. So I've got certain spaces where I feel like this, where I can lean into and and feel seen and heard through that. So what support groups have you got available? And if you haven't, maybe what ones can you research into and potentially join? But being witnessed Oh, it can feel so freeing in itself. So just making sure that we give ourselves a fighting chance with the basic needs. Doing the things that give us the feeling that we're craving. And connecting to ourselves and others where we can. But I hope this has helped in some way. It's really helped me to say it out loud. Um, But I think it's a good reminder for all of us because like I say, this isn't just for summer, this is all year round. And it can hit us really quickly and we can kind of get stuck down this hole. Um, But we're not alone. So many are struggling in the same way, but we just don't see it because we're just being fed the perfect life (laughs) by social media. So if this is your cue to mute socials, let's do it. If it's your cue to have a bit of a break, if it's your cue to get outside and move, if it's your cue to eat something healthy or have a nap, please do it. But you are enough. You are deserving. Your time is coming. So take a deep breath. And remember who the fuck you are. Sending you love, sensitive soul. Until next time, take care and protect your energy.